Good morning, everyone. Happy November 16th. Thank you for joining me for a nice hot cup of coffee this morning. I'm sitting here at my kitchen table with my slippers and my puppy, and I actually have some appointments I'm going to be doing from home, so I'm really taking advantage of the time today. So, you guys, most of you guys that are listening to this right now, you're well aware, Wednesdays, noontime, I'm always on Facebook Live and um, we talk about whatever the inspirational card is that I pulled that morning. That tells me what many of you might need to talk about. So this morning, the card that I pulled talks about being broken wide open. So later on, you're going to see a podcast come up and it's just going to be um, the recording of the Facebook Live. So you can listen to the conversation and the connections that we met during the live today at um, noon. So, but um, being a solitary, I've talked about this before. Um, So a lot of people are under the misconceptions that if you're practicing on any level to connect to the divine or spirituality, whatever, you have to be involved in an organization or, you know, you got to do certain spells and rituals and all that stuff. Now, keep in mind, this is my podcast. So obviously it's my interpretation. It's how I feel, my opinion. So, and many people might think differently than the way that I do. And that's fine. Everybody practices different. Now, I say that I'm a solitary, okay? Solitary to me means I do what I want to do, when I want to do it, how I want to do it in order to make my soul feel good, in order to strengthen my connections and protect my energy from others, okay? I don't do anything to change um, the course of or enhance the life of others. This is just me, myself, and I period. And every morning, in addition to pulling my inspirational card, you know, um, different energies or uh, train of thought that I need to focus on for that day, I also have um, a routine that I do. And I don't know if I've ever shared this with you guys. I think here and there I have over the lives over the past, you know, how many years, three years. I think I've shared some of it, but I don't think I've really shared a lot of it with you. So this morning I got up. I feel really high energy, um, off kilter, wound up, not centered, hyper. I mean, granted... I haven't been feeling good and I got 10,000 million things to do, you know, Um, so that's not helping the situation much, but I'm like, okay, Joe, stop, just stop, stop and breathe. I went and I got my little dish and I got my piece of sage and I just, I lit my sage and I just sat on the edge of the bed and just kind of chilled and I took, you know, about maybe four or five deep relaxing breaths and I just chilled. Now, siege is very important, very important, especially if you're going to do any type of um, spiritual work, any type of um, work, uh, trying to connect your your psychic abilities, trying to raise the vibration. Uh, It's so important to clear the energy around you, but also it helps you keep centered and clear yourself. So it is very important. Um, sage is important. Like when you walk into a new house, you know, you want to clear the energies that may have be may have been left behind from past owners or past pieces of furniture, whatever the case may be. Um, whenever you clean, organize, clean your desk, whatever, you know, just kind of like like that sage and just again, just give it that that coating, you know, that clarity. Um, any type of meditation, it's important to sage before, because in my opinion, once again, when you're meditating, 
you are opening yourself up to receive uh, signs, signals, uh, other energies. So you want to make sure that the energy around you is pure. You want to make sure that any type of negativity or possible, you know, the possibility of an entity has also been um, displaced as well. You know, um, when you're saging, some people think, okay, you just light a piece of sage and you walk around the room and that's all there is to it. Nah, not really. Again, my opinion, whatever, when you sage, when I sage anyway, I kind of like, there's a whole process I do before I get into it. Like I don't just light my sage and boom, call it a day. I light my sage before I, I really start working with the sage. I just kind of sit in quiet for a few minutes and I just relax and I just kind of allow the positive energy to engulf me, so to speak. Um, in my head, what I do is I envision a dark devil vacuum and I just, I just kind of in my mind's eye, I just kind of see the hose of this dirt, dirt devil vacuum, just kind of like taking all the smog away from me and, and cleaning my, my field, you know, so that's kind of funny when I'm doing it, you know, but I'm just kind of like vacuuming away all the nasty energy that's around me. I light my sage. I take a few more deep, relaxing breaths, you know, stay very grounded. And then what I do is I just kind of walk around my house just gently. I don't make a big deal out of it because it's my house. So I kind of know the energies that come in, the energies come out. But when I feel a little off kilter like this, you know, I might just kind of say a little blessing of sorts as I walk around my house. Um, there's nothing right or wrong that you can or have to say when, you, when you're clearing a house you got to base it on your energy, but every now and then you're going to know when it's time to clean your divination tools, your area, your reading room, meditation room, yoga area, home, car, whatever. You're going to know when it is because you're going to start this, to feel this look inside of you. So you need to pay attention to that. Sage needs to be maintained, the, the whole process of sage, and it needs to be maintained, especially if you're on a solitary path or say you're going through um, a lot of turmoil, emotional turmoil in your world. Um, you should kind of make it a little bit of your routine, you know, like every night if you take a bath, you know, you have your, your tea light candle there or whatever, you have your special herbs in, in the tub, whatever relaxes you, just light a little tiny piece of sage, make it part of the process for yourself. No matter what you work with, you know, if you work with the crystals or you work with cards or you work with divination rods, you know, you want to be able to sage um, whatever tools you use too. You want to keep them clean. It's important to practice, especially if you're a light worker or a healer. I cannot emphasize this enough. You need to protect your area. You need to protect your energy. Sage, sage alone, the scent of sage puts you in a real positive move. You know, and there is some scientific aspects to it too. You know, the sage will actually remove any type of negative ions that might be in your surrounding area. So, not only does it have a history going back hundreds and thousands of years, you know, of sage for rituals, but at the same time, it has a scientific aspect too. It's very relaxing. The Latin word for sage actually means heal. So that kind of sums it up right there, right? So you want to kind of just keep that in the back of your mind. Whenever you feel like you need a little bit of healing, light your sage. If by chance you can't light sage, 
you know, say you're at work, you have a little cubicle or your apartment has low ceilings and you don't want to set off the smoke detector, or you have a child or family members that are very sensitive to scents. You can always go get yourself some nice sage oil, sage essential oil. Um, it's also really good for your hair too. If you're trying to add thickness to your hair, just a little FYI, you know, put a little sage oil, essential oil, not the fake stuff. Um, put it in the palm of your hand and kind of run it, run it through your, your hair, and it just helps um, the follicles. So sage oil is really good for that too. But anyway, you can put some sage oil, light sage oil, in your diffuser and kind of keep that going a little bit. Um, if you know you, you'll be able to pick and choose how strong, depending on you know what the people around you can deal with, um, or you can also purchase like um, a sage cleansing spray if you wanted to. Um, if you can't burn sage again. I don't want you to think that, you know, oh, well, okay, my area is not going to be clean. Some people don't like the smell of sage, period. That, you know, they just can't stand the scent of it because the sage scent is kind of woodsy. It's kind of earthy. Um, and some people just don't like the, the smell of it, you know. So you could use the Palo Santo wood. You can do that. You can come up with just a nice blend of herbs like rosemary. Um, you do, well, I like rosemary, lavender, and rose petal. That's a beautiful concoction. And you can clean your house with that as well, so to speak. Um, so you can kind of make your own creations as you go. There's so many different um and educational websites out there to give you additional information on different recipes and different things that you can do about you know cleaning the area around you cleaning the energy around you cleaning the energy um on your tools and, and all that it's very important so you want to make sure you do that so just think this is a solitary step one i guess you could say you know um pay attention to what you feel how you feel what's going on in your world, you know, and how it is affecting your energy. So that's part of what we all got to learn as we go, as we go. So again, this is just a quick little coffee time together. You know, I told you I do it and I'm still doing it. So this would be your second episode, but it's solitary steps, I guess we can say along the way. So today's homework is, hmm, I want you to sage. I want you to do some saging. Um, clean the energy around you, especially if you're going to do any type, like I said, any type of psychic work today, any type of meditation work today. Um, you know, that's your homework today. All right. So be well and have a great day. Bye.